Hello, I'm Cheryl McFadgen, and you're listening to Holistic Journeys. I hope this series will illuminate your life and that these stories of empowerment will inspire you. Welcome to another episode of Holistic Journeys. On today's show, I get to talk to special guest Sandy Suvel, all the way from Melbourne, Australia. Sandy specializes in pregnancy and postnatal massage therapy. She completed advanced certifications in maternity massage as well as pregnancy massage. We discuss table positions, the discomforts of pregnancy, contraindications, the benefits, and why it's important to find the right massage therapist with specialized skills. If you're pregnant or know someone who is, this podcast is packed with valuable information. Pregnancy is a time of joy, sadness, there will be ups and downs, and the good and the bad. Therapeutic massage is an important positive component of how to deal with the emotional changes associated with pregnancy. Enjoy the show. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. How are things in Australia? I know you guys have had a lot of lockdowns recently. How has that impacted your business, especially being a pregnancy and postnatal massage therapist? Yeah, well, listen, we just um, finished our um, seventh lockdown. I know (laughs) we've been ordered to stay home for 260 days since March 2020, which I think was um, the longest lockdown in the world. Um, So we have six states and two territories here in Australia and different states were affected differently by the pandemic. Um, The state borders were closed um, and the most affected suburbs, well, not suburbs, um, states, I mean, were um, Sydney and Melbourne. So Melbourne, where I am, um, has had the longest lockdown. Um, So these were always meant to be snap lockdowns of seven days. So when you have a full practice and you're like, okay, we're just going to be closed for seven days and then, you know, cases are going to go down and you're going to come back. Everyone's like, yeah, no problem. But when it turns out it's not how it's meant to be, <laughs> it's going to be like three or four months. Yeah, people start to get really frustrated. Um, it, it's it's hard to, to plan and have a business in Melbourne at the moment. Has the government offered any sort of financial uh, subsidies to business owners? Like, how, how are you making it through all this? Yes, well, we do have a, a couple of options depending on how many hours you work and, you know, whether you've lost your job or you are self-employed. Um, it's not a one-size-fits-all. But um, thankfully, we're just reopening this weekend because we've just reached um, 90% double, um, double dose vaccinated um, so yay. That's awesome. Uh, and Sandy, I, it, are massage therapists mandated to be fully vaccinated there? Yes. So it's um, healthcare workers. Um, we're not considered health healthcare workers, but anyone who is in contact with, um, I would say, people a bit more than the general population. So beauticians, um, hairdressers, um, all have to be double vaccinated and can only see double vaccinated um, clients at the moment. And how are therapists uh, reacting to the mandatory vaccination? Well, I feel like um, the reaction has been um, positive for the most part. Um, Even though massage therapy is not... um, regulated in Australia, we um, do take ourselves very seriously. (laughs) 
and um, as allied health um, professionals, we feel like um, this is the right move. However, um, some people, including myself, had reservations because um, some of us work with different populations, like, you know, people that are disabled or have had or have had cancer or are under um, chemotherapy treatment and pregnant women and these people that are a bit like, mm, should I get vaccinated? And they decide to postpone their vaccination. So that's that's what's been challenging for most of us. Uh, but I feel like now that we've reached 90% vaccinated, um, it's only going to get better from, from here. And we've had a, a good reaction overall. That's wonderful. Uh, and Sandy, I have to ask, you are a pregnancy and postnatal massage therapist. Can you tell the listeners your journey and how you came upon pregnancy massage and how you decided to take that on as your profession? Yes, sure. So um, my journey, I actually come from France where I studied um, English literature and civilizations at university. Um, met my husband who's Australian, moved to Australia. And from there, it's just been, you know, marriage, babies, and, and whatnot. So um, not going to be a teacher anymore. I was like, okay, what, you know, what can I do? Um, I really like health and, and fitness. I did a, a Cert three in uh, personal training after my daughter was born in 2010. And um, just trying to better myself and, and, and get fitter and healthier and more educated about my body and women's health and you know, everything. Um, that led me to massage therapy a few years later because I had my son after that. And, um, yeah, have a look back. I was um, thinking I don't really want to do personal training anymore, was searching online for some options of what to do after that um, certificate and saw remedial massage and, yeah, fell in love. I was like, okay, can I do this? I don't know. I'm just going to sign up, go to the open day of the the massage school and never look back. So just love it. And because I've had um, three babies and I've had different experiences with all my kids, my first baby um, was born at 31 weeks. So it was very premature um, and stayed in hospital for a month. My second baby, my daughter was born at 42 weeks. So she was the opposite. I had to be induced for her and I was um, booked to birth at a birth center with midwives. So I wanted to have a more natural experience. And less, um, yeah, less interventions. And I yeah, was looking for something natural. That didn't really um, happen. And then with my third baby, I finally had a beautiful water birth, home birth, um, so at my house with just two midwives and just loved it. So pregnancy massage was a, it was a no-brainer. When I was in massage school, I already knew that that's the population I was going to serve. And in your biography, it, it you were mentioning about how you had suffered a massive burnout and how you realized that self-care is very important. Um, and that is important, especially when you do have kids and you're a mother because you're, you, you're giving so much of your time to care for others. Yes, well, in 2019, um, I was a solo parent at the time and just having three kids building my massage business, working a second job to make um, ends meet. It was um, it was really hard and I just I just pushed through and, you know, told myself um, I can do this, I'm doing this for the kids. I just 
you know, can't stop, won't stop, and then ended up um, really, really sick with muscle aches, which um, at first they told me it was just a flu, and I had never had the flu. So I was like, okay. And then it went on three weeks and six weeks, and I couldn't get out of bed, and I was just like, something is wrong. And then one night I was just in excruciating pain from head to toe and uh, called an ambulance. Mind you, the ambulance didn't want to come pick me up because apparently it was not an emergency. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so I called yeah, I called a, a friend um, who lives just around the corner. Um, she took me to the hospital and um, it turned out that I had um, massive um, muscle inflammation. So um, my CPK levels are really high. So I don't expect anyone to know what that means. But basically, um, my muscles were breaking down and um uncontrollably we'll say um so the cpk levels the normal levels are around 150 and my levels of uh, inflammation were 67,000. um so i was wow. um so admitted and um put under a lot of medication steroids and i had the whole you know biopsy surgery everything and um after 10 days in hospital and you know losing my voice being pretty much paralyzed i had to have a nurse walk me to, to the toilet and yeah, they just, they never found what happened. So my belief now that I look back is um, it was probably just stress and overwhelm and just holding everything in because I've learned more about the mind-body connection since then. And um, yeah, it's not something to mess with. <laughs> no, that's for sure. And even when I was in massage school, uh, we definitely learned that most diseases that people end up contracting are from stress. Yeah, I think I read a report um, uh, last year that 95% of um, GPs, so we call them like our doctors are called GP. I think you guys call them MDs. Um, yeah, 99% or 95 to 99% of um, patients have something stress-related when they visit their doctor. So with now with you uh, taking massage therapy and learning about the body-mind connection, um what made you decide to specialize in pregnancy massage, Sandy? Because when um, when I was pregnant, I did not um, get massage. And like the general population thought massage was just um, an expensive way to relax. Um, in massage school and through my business coach, I learned that pregnancy massage is um, so much more than that. Um, so I found that because I like everything health related and I'm a hands-on person and I like to be my own boss, <laughs> I decided I would um, open my own practice. And I believe you have to be the change that you want to see in the world. No one around me is doing it. So I was like, that's it. I'm doing it. <laughs> that's awesome. Absolutely. I fully agree with you, Sandy. And so how, how can a mother, uh, a pregnant mother benefit from a pregnancy massage? Oh, that's a really good question. So there are many, many um, benefits to pregnancy massage on top of relaxation and just taking time for yourself. So some of the benefits um, improve quality sleep, sleep quality, um, lower stress and anxiety levels, less swelling of the joints and the tissues, very big problem in pregnancy. <laughs> um, helps relax the muscles, helps to maintain the correct posture, which is a big thing in pregnancy. As the belly grows, your center of gravity shifts. Um, there's also been a lot of studies um, done on the cortisol levels. 
of the mother and um, the baby before and after pregnancy. Um, it's very effective for muscle pain, uh, leg cramps. Pregnant women tend to have a lot of leg cramps. Pregnancy sciatica, nerve pain, a lot of tension down there, and a lot of massage therapists don't do that lower back and glute work that pregnant mamas need so much of. Um, it even lowers the risk of premature birth, actually. Really? Um, they did some, yeah, they did some really um, incredible, incredible studies with um, pregnant women who had depression. Um, so they asked them to receive massage therapy once or twice a week. They did um, three, three studies with different um, results. So a pregnancy massage uh, once or twice a week for 5, 12, and 16 weeks. And what they found is that the chances of um, the, the depressed mother to have a premature baby, which is really, really common, dropped by 75%. And um, the chances of um, having a baby with a low birth weight dropped by 80%. Um, what they also found is that on top of the decreased um, depression and back pain, um, they had less complications at birth, um, less interventions, and not only the mothers had um, decreased uh, decreased um, lower cortisol levels, so stress hormones, but the babies, the babies were born and they had less stress than the babies in the control um, group, which is, it's, it's just mind-blowing, the power of touch. That's fantastic. That that is a total reason why someone should go for a pregnancy massage. Is there any contraindications or any reasons why a person should not receive a massage when they're pregnant, Sandy? Yes, well, there are a lot of um, myths that um, keep on living when it comes to pregnancy um, and massage. So, you know, the whole foot massage will put me in labor. <laughs> kind of thing, no massage in the first trimester. Um, but the real complications, um, they're not that many, actually. Once um, you're trained in pregnancy, you'll learn about these and you'll be able to screen for these. Um, so it's it's mainly the obvious. So if you have any kind of bleeding um, in pregnancy, that's always a concern. Abdominal pain, um, DVT, so it's a condition where a blood clot forms in um, a deep vein, usually in the leg. Um, preeclampsia, so that's after 20 weeks, it can damage the blood vessels um, and cause um, strokes or even death in some cases, unfortunately. Um, sometimes the swelling, so we monitor the swelling. Swelling is normal in pregnancy, but there can be a time where it just, it's a sign for preeclampsia and just, um, it's not recommended to have a massage. Uh, and obviously, um, preterm labor, if you have any kind of contractions or you're worried about anything and just feeling unwell in general, if you're not, no matter what stage of pregnancy, if you're just not feeling in, it's best to, to postpone so you can get the most out of your massage. Have you had anyone ever get really sick uh, when they've received a pregnancy massage? No, 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 not at all. Quite the opposite. People just can't wait to come back. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's good. I've, I've, when I've massaged some pregnant women, sometimes, you know, they may feel a little bit of nausea coming into the session, but then usually they feel much better after. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any pressure points or places to avoid when someone's receiving a pregnancy massage? I think you're referring to, um, probably the, the myth that I just mentioned before about pregnancy and foot massage. Well, foot massage um, put me in labor. <laughs> it's a very common one. I have a lot of women who come in and they're like, 
are you sure you're going to massage my feet? Like, is this safe? And I'm like, it's totally safe. Um, if you have someone who's trained in pregnancy and they know what they're doing, they're not going to um, do no harm. That's that's just not possible. Um, so there are acupressure points and reflexology points um, throughout the body and especially around the feet and the ankles. Um, but there is a big difference between a reflexology um, session or acupressure session and and just a regular foot massage that you would get, um, say, while getting a pedicure. So you don't have to worry about that. I know in, in Calgary here, there's a lot of massage clinics that will not touch a pregnant mother if she's in her first trimester. What are your thoughts on that, Sandy? Well, the first trimester, it's um, it, it's a, another one of those myths that just um, sticks. <laughs> so um, the reason why you're not going to get a, a, a massage in the first trimester in most spas is um, because of the liability. So basically, if you have um, a miscarriage and you blame it on them and they get sued and the whole thing goes on, it just costs a lot of money and, and hurt for all those involved, there has been... Um, no link whatsoever between massage and miscarriage or preterm labor. Um, so that's reassuring. Yes. <laughs> um, and um, a lot of women also don't get um, a massage in the first trimester because they just they just don't feel well. So um, a lot of them skip that. And actually, they should come in because it's okay if you you know you need to excuse yourself for a couple of minutes. Yeah. We've seen um, pretty much everything and you will feel better as a result. I know when I received my massage training uh, in Lethbridge, Alberta, my instructor actually was a doula. And so cool. she uh, she was awesome to learn under. And we did we worked on women right in their first trimester. I mean, she wasn't afraid at all. Um, and yeah, liability, I mean. Well, some women are, are like 12 weeks pregnant or 10 weeks pregnant and they're they don't even know they're pregnant. So they, they get massage and pedicures and, you know, they dye their hair and they're not aware until um, later on because of, you know, irregular periods or they just don't have periods. And so it's, um, yeah, it's not going to hurt anybody to have a massage in the first trimester. And if, if the you are miscarrying, it just means the miscarriage was already in progress and it's not as a result of the massage. Well, that's good to know, Sandy, because, yeah, I... I I like that information to be, you know, out there for people because there are so many different varying degrees of information um, out there. So, and with essential oils, uh, can a pregnant mom put essential oils on her body or is that also another myth that you can cause contractions or problems with, or does that affect breastfeeding um, in any way with putting essential oils? there are some oils that um, are not recommended in pregnancy. So there will be your hot oils, so oregano, that kind of um, oils that you don't really <laughs> use, but um, most of them are, are pretty safe and no, it's not going to go in the breast milk or do anything. Um, then again, it's it's best to know to someone who knows how to use them and use the pure um, oils, not just the one you find everywhere and anywhere for a few dollars because they have a lot of <laughs> chemicals in them. And um, the purity is just not 100%, so I wouldn't put that on a pregnant body. Um, but, yeah, if you want essential oils, it's definitely included um, in the treatment. And when we do our um, natural labor stimulation, so that's from 39 weeks where we do stimulate 
that part of the foot and ankles and those um, acupressure points that we mentioned before as being contraindicated. We also use essential oils that have properties to stimulate the uterus and reproductive system. So we make a nice little session out of that and we just wait for the best. <laughs> that, that sounds heavenly. Um, it is, it's really nice. I know when I've massaged some pregnant women, they're just, they're so grateful to, we've got a, um, a bolster set um, where they can lay on their stomach and it just, it, it nicely contours their belly and there's breast holes. Mm. And uh, a lot of women are like, oh man, I wish I had this at home so I can lay <laughs> on my stomach again. <laughs> Which brings yeah, me, I can relate. brings me to my next question, Sandy, is there a special equipment involved with pregnancy massage um, or do you use any special materials or pillows? Yes. Yeah, so I use, um, so my massage table and then on top of that orthopedic body cushions uh, designed for pregnancy that I actually had um, imported from your side of the world, <laughs> from the United States. So I use the body support system cushions. They allow you um, to lay face down at any stage during pregnancy. Super safe, um, super comfy, and my clients will want, always want to um, buy a set from me or um, take them home. <laughs> I've listened to some, some, uh, you know, videos on pregnancy massage and there's, there's some nurses that say that a woman should lay on her stomach because it'll stretch the ligaments and things like that. What are your thoughts? Well, I'm also trained in um, different styles of um, side laying pregnancy massage um, from um, what we learn about massage um, laying face down. I mean, it's an ongoing debate and everyone has their um, thoughts and reason, reasons for or against. Um, we learned that just for the duration of one massage treatment, which is maximum 90 minutes, it's not going to um, do any harm. Um, if you were to lay on it the whole night, yeah, probably you would wake up with, with a really sore back. <laughs> um, but I always give my uh, clients both options. So um, when they come in, I just do the intake and then we go around uh, the massage table. I set up the massage table in all the ways that I know could benefit them. And I just make them um, try different positions with their clothes on. And once they're nice and comfy and they have found the one that they like best, then that, that's what we do. So the client is always in control, not um, advising for or against either. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, as long as they're happy and satisfied and and there's no pressure on baby anywhere, then I'm happy to do whatever. So Sandy, when a client uh, is looking for a pregnancy massage therapist, what sort of things, if they're calling to a clinic, should they be aware of? Like what, if a, if a pregnant mother is listening to this right now and she's like, oh man, that sounds wonderful. I want to book in a pregnancy massage. I'm going to call up the clinic that's closest to my house. Um, what are things that they should know about before booking for a pregnancy massage? In Australia, it's going to be a bit um, different from um, where you live because I know in Canada, they're very, very strict with their training for massage therapists. Um, so here in Australia, as of um, now, November 2021, uh, massage um, therapy is not regulated, which means anyone and everyone that has done a two-day course online over the weekend can just put up a sign on their front lawn and say, I'm doing massage which is quite scary right absolutely i 100 percent agree 
So my uh, red flags, if you go to a clinic, um, would be if the person has not trained in pregnancy massage, because even when I went to massage school for eight months, we only did um, a two-hour course on pregnancy massage, and we didn't even have a pregnant model to work on. Um, yeah, so and then you just you, you graduate and you're meant to know how to do pregnancy massage from that. Uh, that was not... Um, good enough for me so I just did extra trainings all the trainings I could get my hands on in pregnancy I practiced on over a hundred women so I would um, definitely um, ask them about if they've done any extra qualifications in pregnancy and um, how often they see pregnant women most massage therapists we only see like one a month at best right um, so it's always best to find someone who just specializes in these and has a passion for it um, and yeah, my second red flag is um, intake form. A lot of places here um, in shopping centers and things like that, they just they just let you walk in, they work on you, and you walk out. And I, f I don't know, I don't, I don't even know the words. I feel like it's um, yeah, especially when you're pregnant, it's it, it's shocking. If you, they don't ask you for an intake form, just run the other way. <laughs> Do you guys bill insurance directly in Australia? Is that a thing there? Well, you can do a um, a course we call the Diploma of Remedial Massage. Um, so that's a, a longer course and you can, um, we don't really bill insurance, but people that have private insurance get 10 or $20 off. So private insurance is uh, something that you sign up for and you pay monthly. It's It's totally optional. I know in Alberta, um, massage therapy is not regulated here either, Sandy. And um, but there, the associations are now working together to uh, collectively agree on some of the requirements to be regulated. Um, mm -hmm. But in the meantime, yeah, we're we're not regulated here either. And so, with that said, there's a lot of people that take weekend courses and call themselves massage therapists. The only mm -hmm. differing factor now is that if you don't have 2200 hours you can't direct bill to insurance companies and most people right. that come now in Alberta for massages are wanting direct billing so when you don't offer direct billing it almost makes it seem like you might be part of that group that may have not mm -hmm. you know have taken the full course and just did a weekend um you know massage course um, right. So th that's where we have things in common with Australia. It's actually interesting listening to you because there's there's a lot of commonalities that we have. <laughs> um, and how often, Sandy, do pregnant moms like? Is there a safe amount of treatments that pregnant moms can receive? Should they only receive a massage once a week or once a month? What What would you say is a healthy amount of, of visits for a client or does it depend on their condition? Um, it does depend on their condition uh, for some uh, conditions that I mentioned um, earlier and others. Um, you will need um, a referral from a doctor or just a clearance note from your midwife just to make sure that it's safe to proceed. Um, you can get as many as you want. I mean, the, the more the better, right? When it comes to massage. Oh yeah. <laughs> I could get one every day if I could. Uh, that's what my pregnant clients say. They're like, I wish I could be here every second day. <laughs> but um, as a general rule, just 
keep it in line with your prenatal appointments, your midwives appointments. So um, until 27 weeks, I recommend once a month is is plenty, once, like one once a month, four to six weeks, uh, depending on everyone's schedule and, and how they feel. Um, that includes the first trimester. Um, yeah, I'd say twice a month is actually is ideal, but I do tend to lean them towards once every four to six weeks. Um, and once you get to that 27 weeks mark, that's when, you know, the belly gets really big and <laughs> the back starts to ache and the upper back is on fire and you've got the swelling in the legs. So from that point, um, yeah, once a fortnight, once every two weeks is really good. That's ideal. And then from 36 weeks onwards, every week until you deliver, which hopefully should not be that long. <laughs> And what do you love most about doing pregnancy massages, Sandy? Oh, I'd say definitely the the relationship that you build with the mother and being a part of their pregnancy journey and being here to help and just to be that support, that listening ear, um, non-judging, respecting respecting the, the mother's wishes, whether they plan to have a C-section or they just want to go naturally. We're here to support you. That's what I love. I also love um, getting pregnancy photo shoot in my email when I wake up in the morning or newborn babies or texts that say, hey, my baby was born last night and we're so happy that you were here to help us and my husband and I would like to thank you. That's that, that's the best reward. And then I get to see them again when they come from their um, postnatal massage with their little baby and I get to hold their baby. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> it is. It's very rewarding. That That's such an honor to be able to do that and watch someone go through that journey. Thank you, Sandy, for being on the show today. Um, before Thank we go, so I'd like to um, mention, how can listeners get in touch with you to book a session? And what is your website or what's your Instagram account? And yeah, your what are your social media tags? <laughs> <laughs> all that <laughs> all right so my um my website is www.melbournematernitymassage.com.au um same for my facebook and instagram your facebook slash melbourne maternity massage instagram slash melbourne underscore maternity underscore massage you'll find me there you can also call me <laughs> That's wonderful. Thank you, Sandy, again, for being on the show today. I, I appreciate it. Um, I hope things down under there open up. Um, I hope, I hope that I'm glad that you say business is opening on Saturday. Um, yes, the our business is um, open from November 5th. Um, so that was for massage therapy, but the rest of um, the shops and everything is opening this weekend. So that's super, super exciting. That is exciting. Well, I wish you nothing but health and happiness, Sandy. Thank you for being on the show. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back after this message. I'm your blind spot. And my job is easy. Hide big things. You're good. And with your cut rate insurance, you could be paying for this yourself. So get Allstate. You can save money and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Mayhem is everywhere. So get an Allstate agent. Are you in good hands? 
Contact Twyla Nicholson, covering all of Alberta, 587-317-9398. Holistic Journeys will be a monthly podcast where I not only discuss my passion for holistic health, but I also get to talk to owners, practitioners, and students from around the world that practice various modalities, and believe me, there are many. From Canada to the U.S. to the Southern Hemisphere, I will uncover these modalities and learn how they can help. You can reach me at info at luminarymassagetherapy.com or on Facebook at Holistic Journeys Podcast or on Instagram at Luminary Massage. Please rate, comment, and subscribe on any podcast app.